1: Blog Talk Radio.
2: Good morning everybody, this is uh, Char, your uh Bible study teacher for this morning and I would like to welcome everybody to the Sunday Sacred Show with our Bible study. We're on uh Revelation chapter three and uh I just have a couple announcements before we start. Um I ask you to pray for the repose of my mother's soul. Uh she died last month and we we're very shocked and uh I dedicate this morning service to my mother and uh God bless her and all the other mothers that have been uh, sick and ailing and struck down and uh, I pray for all the families that have also been affected by the virus and uh that we all get through this together and get on to a new year uh full of blessings and a better time ahead so uh God God bless us all, and um, Happy New Year, and uh, we do pray this is a better year ahead. So let's start with our opening prayer. As we pray together, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay, as a message for Sardis, Jesus tells us that, sure, technically we're alive, but we're starting to look a bit dead. It's time to wake up and get back on the right path. That or find a good mortician. I don't know. If they don't resurrect themselves, Jesus is going to be like a thief in the night. They won't know when or where. This is getting spooky. Some of them are dressed in dirty clothes, and some of them are wearing fresh white robes. The ones in the nice, clean clothes are actually walking with Jesus. He really has an eye for fashion. (laughs) Anyway, if they repeat, though, he'll give them all clean, white clothes to wear. He'll also write their names in the Book of Life, and that's a book you want to be in. A message for the Philadelphians. Jesus has given them a door that no one can shut. It is their entry to the kingdom of God. Just make sure to sweep off the welcome mat every once in a while. He knows that they don't have a lot of power where they're at, but he's glad they stay faithful to him. People have been telling lies about the Christians in this church, but soon the same people are going to bow down at their feet. As soon as they get a taste of humble pie, Jesus is planning to serve it up and keep the faith, Jesus tells them. If they do, they'll get God's name written on them. Coolest tattoo ever. A message for the Losedonians. This church is kind of lukewarm. If they were hot or cold, at least they'd have some taste. But they're just room temperature. Jesus is getting ready to spit them out on the floor and demand to see the chef. Some of the people here are bragging about how spiritually rich they are. In reality, they're poor and blind and naked. Wow. Okay, so let's go straight to our Bibles, Revelation chapter 3, and yes, we have actually made it through the whole New Testament, and we're now on chapter 3 in Revelation. It's quite amazing. We've just been plugging away with it over the years, and we're finally getting to the uh, this part of what John of Patmos is revelating to us. The message to Sardis, chapter 3, to the angel of the church in Sardis write, He who has seven spirits of God and seven stars says this, I know your deeds and that you have a name that you are alive, but you are dead, and strengthen the things that remain, which are about to die, for I have not found your deeds complete in the sight of my God. So remember what you have received and heard and kept it and repent. Therefore, if you do not wake up, I will come like a thief, and you will not know what hour I will come to you. But you have a few people in Sardis who have not soiled their garments. And they will walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He who overcomes will be clothed in white, garments and I will not erase his name from the book of life and I will confess his name before my father and before his angels and he who has an ear let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. Okay this next one is a message to Philadelphia to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write he who is holy who is true who has the key of David who opens and no one will shut that who shuts, no one opens, says this. I know your deeds. Behold, I have put before you an open door which no one can shut because you have a little power and have kept my word and have not denied my name. Behold, I will cause those in the synagogue of Satan who say that they are Jews and they are not, but lie, I will make them Come and bow at your feet and make them know that I have loved you. Because you have kept the word of, the of, my, pers- of for my perseverance, I will also keep you from the hour of t- testing, that hour which is about to come upon the whole world to the test of those who dwell on the earth. I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have so that no one will take your crown. He who overcomes, I will make them a pillar to the temple of my God. And he will not go from it anymore. And I will. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God. And the new Jerusalem which comes out of heaven from my God and my new name. He who has an ear, let him hear. Says so the Spirit says to the churches. He says, My God, the New Jerusalem, which comes out of heaven, from My God and My new name. I wonder what what that'll be. Okay, let's go down to chapter fourteen, verse fourteen. The message to Laodicea. To the angel of the church of Laodicea, writes, the Amen, the faithful. And the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God, says this. Boy, that's beautiful. Let's read it again. To the angel of the church in Laodicea, write, the amen, the faithful and the true witness, the beginning and the creation of God, says this. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish that you were cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. Because you say, I am rich and have become wealthy and need of nothing, and you do not know that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked, I advise you to buy from me gold refined by fire. So that you may become rich and white right garments, so that you may clothe yourself, and that the shame of your wickedness will not be revealed. And I shall to anoint your eyes, so that you may see. Those who I love, I reprove and discipline. Therefore, the, be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and and knock. If anyone hears my voice, And opens the door, I will come into him and will dine with him, he and me. He who overcomes, I will repent. I will grant, sorry, I will grant to him to sit down with me on my throne as I overcame and sat down on my father's throne. Wow. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The things which will take place after these things. Wow. So next time we'll go on to chapter four. But, you know, this was uh, quite intense. Things are just, we just read. uh, We have to pay close attention to because it's extremely important. And uh, I have read this a couple times and I don't remember reading that. So that's why we have to read this Bible. And stay uh, faithful. Okay, so let's go back to the notes. 3.1. Sardis is the capital of the ancient Lydia, situated about 30 miles south of Tyria. The imperial cult was strong there. You are dead, devoid of spiritual life and power. 3.4. Who have not sold their garments, i.e. persons who have remained faithful to Christ in white impurity and righteousness. I will not erase his name. Not a threat, an assurance that the safe people's names will always be in the Book of Life. And 3.7 Philadelphia, this word means brotherly love, a lesser city than the others addressed. It was located 38 miles southeast of, of Sardis. His chief deity was... Dionysus, the God of wine, the key of David, quotation from Isaiah 22:22, where it was a symbol of authority, Com- prepared with the keys of the death in Hades. Okay, 3.8, a little power, not be- because of spiritual weakness, but because of the few believers in that church. So, 3.9, unsaved Jews who Opposed Christians Corrupted The synagogue Okay Okay So there was uh, Unsaved Jews Who opposed Christians Were actually on the side of Satan Okay 3.10 I will also keep you From the hour of testing A promise that believers will be delivered From the time of tribulation that will come upon the entire earth. And then 311, through salvation cannot be lost. A reward is; it will be given, and that will be our crown. And then a pillar of the temple of God, a promise that believers will be honored in the New Jerusalem, referring to the custom of honoring a magistrate by placing a pillar in his name in one of the temples of Philadelphia. Three fourteen is um, Laodicea, a city about ninety miles due east of Ephesus and forty-five miles southeast of Philadelphia. Under the Roman rule, it was a wealthy city. The Amen, the one who guarantees a, conf- a confirmation and certainty in all his days. That's a beautiful thing. Three point sixteen. The lukewarm or neutral com- was or compromising or accommodating church is repulsive to the Lord and damaging to his purpose, I will spit you out of my mouth. So, that says it all. Okay, 316. This church, so wrapped up with materialistic things, did not recognize its true condition. Uh, Through 18 gold, white garments, I said, these perhaps Refer to the city's three main resources of wealth, banking, production of wool cloth, and medicines. Los was a center for making medicines, including a tablet that was powdered, mixed with water, and smeared on the eyes. 320, I stand at the door and knock. How incredible that Christ should be kept outside his own church. Wow. How gracious is he who will still seek entrance. Christ is appealing to the worldly, compromising believers in the church to return and enjoy full fellowship with him. Believers who will be co rulers of Christ in his coming kingdom. That was 3.21. So that was quite a powerful uh, chapter that we just read. And um, very important talking about how we we have to Turn and depend on Jesus, and live the true faith with the true words of God, and that is it, so you heard it, we said it, and we agree with it. So let's now turn to the best of angel stories, editors of guideposts, so we're going to go randomly here to pick a story about our angels. Here we go, mysterious knowings. Slowly, I became aware of a second unseen being in the room, this one at the foot of the bed. It seemed to me the two creatures are facing each other, and then I knew this was a third presence too, and a fourth one. These last two facing each other on the left side of the bed, impossible since there's no space between the bed and the wall. I called, I wanted to call Allie, but there was something so benevolent, so full of promise about the four lovely presences that I didn't want to do anything that might drive them away. Are they perfectly still, strangely warm and expectant and then, how did I know when, since I should not see should not see them, the four creatures began to move towards one another, two on each side of the bed there their progress was slow and deliberate. They passed one another, turned, and repeated the the reverse three or four, maybe five times. Every time their paths crossed, I felt as if I would burst with joy. Then abruptly, the world, room was empty. I knew it as surely as I had known. A few minutes earlier, the angels, creatures, were, were there. The room was back to normal, and I was alone again, yet filled with ineffable joy. Should I go? Should I go tell Allison? But tell her what? That I had been visited by four beings I shouldn't see couldn't see, still debating, I fell into a deep sleep, the best I had in years. By the time I surfaced, the children had already left the school. You'll never believe what happened last night, I said to Allie. I told her as best I could about the mysterious visitors God has sent me. Allison did believe it and was delighted at my newfound joy and peace. And Mm -hmm. though perhaps wondering, as I was if this calm would last for a few years. Our doubts were misplaced. I enjoyed many, every minute of the Christmas season. December was followed by a long gray January and February, two months in the past that had times of distress and were filled with our now new new exultation. The joy even survived a devastating bout I had with the flu. Winter gave way to a spring, summer, and then an autumn of freedom. Though I can't be sure how long this freedom will last, I am beginning to believe that victory is permanent. It is not that I shed pre- the pressures like bills, problems at work, but today I can confront the issues with a positive attitude. I like the fearfulness. Christmas was, once again, just around the corner, thanks to my heavenly visits. I am anticipating another joyful season, where I'm going to make a statement to that effect. This year, I have bought a present for the entire family. A small but very special gift that I will use a lot. A CD of the world's best loved Christmas carols. Amen. That was timely, wasn't it? So... I loved being here with you. Uh, it's been a, a pleasure to go through the Bible, and then we'll come back, and we're going to read Chapter 4 of Revelations next time. And uh, I want to play a song, uh, actually sung by by my son, and, um, and again dedicated to my mother. Um, she would have loved to hear this. So I'm going to play that song, and then we're going to, Maybe I should close out with a prayer now. So let's do our our ending prayer. God, grant me this serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay, so now I'll play this song, and I hope you like it. It's by my son, Micah. Um, He gets it from me. Dedicated to my mother
1: His early morning attitude you have to drag him out of bed and only frosted flakes will do he gets that from me. gets that from me his curly hair and his knobby knees the way the sun brings those freckles out he talks and talks and never miss a beat he gets that from me he gets that from me
0: He looks at me with those big brown
1: eyes He's got me in the palm of his hand And I swear sometimes it's like you're here again He my that little crooked smile There's no denying he's your child Without him I don't know what I'd do He gets that from you You. And how he loves your old guitar. Yeah, he's taught himself to play. He melts my heart. Tells me he loves me every day. And cracks a joke at the perfect time. Makes me love when I want to cry That boy is everything to me He gets that from you He gets that from you I heard him pray, Lord, help me and Daddy make it through and tell Mama we'll be okay. He said he sure misses you, he sure misses you, he really misses.
2: Everybody from listening I want to thank my son Micah For that beautiful song And I'm going to God bless everybody For everything that you have tuned in To listen over the years And little by little We're getting through the Bible And we'll come back next time And we'll do chapter 4 I love you very much God bless you Happy New Year And let's all pray for a better year ahead in the last one it's been a tough year in the past 2020. So 2021 is a brand new year and let's hope and pray that it's a better one. God bless you everybody. Goodbye. I'll see you next time. Love you. Bye-bye. Okay, round 2.
1: Name something that's not boring.
2: A laundry? Ooh, a book club.
1: Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.